Take off those tinfoil hats, people. Join us for Christmas conspiracy theories. <laughs> that would be a great podcast. Oh my god, if we did like the ghost of Christmas past? Hmm, who is he? <laughs> What's he about? What's happening? What's going on? Save that for uh, next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we do the thing? We really do the thing. Okay. Welcome to Jingle Bells. I'm Beth. I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas. Because it's Christmas every day at Jingle Bells. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Especially Christmas every day at the moment because Mm -hmm. we are slap bang through our 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We only have three days, three more episodes for you guys. I mean, we're doing stuff afterwards, spoiler alert. But like... We are. Um... We'll get to it, it's Yeah, fine. we'll get to it. We're going we to take a to, brief yeah. holiday before we get to that. Yes, we are. We're going to take a Christmas <laughs> vacation. We're going to go to a tropical island and deliver gifts. <laughs> with... If you listen to Operation Christmas Drop, <laughs> thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, we love you. You're great. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for all of your support and your love and for tweeting at us and Instagramming us mm-hmm. and all of that. It's great. Thank you to our thanks. 10 friends who are really committed thank to this. Thank you to our really committed <laughs> friends. We also listen to all of your podcasts, so it is fine. We really do. <laughs> um, yeah, so today we're talking about Love Actually. I am... So excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. I love Love Actually. I do love Love Actually. I actually love Love Actually. Da, 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 da. I know. Oh, God. We're not starting well, are we? Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. But you can find us at Jingle Bells Pod. <laughs> Sorry. Is that my job? I don't know. By the way, guys, I haven't plugged yet. Uh, do you want to follow us at Jingle Bells Pod? Mm-hmm. We're sharing a lot of different stuff. Um, if you joined us a couple of days ago, you'll have seen the live stream. Yeah. Sorry. So, in advance, yeah. behind, no, not in advance, in behind, this is afterwards, hello, <laughs> Uh Yes, um, we apologise for any profanity, any copious drinking, we yeah. hope you drank responsibly yeah. and feel fresh. Yeah, we're, we're still, I'm assuming when this episode's come out, we will still be hungover, even mm-hmm. though it is two days later. We could be drinking again, you never know. Mm, it's Christmas! <laughs> um... Yeah, so, I don't know. What what else we got going on? No, that's it. We've just got yeah. three more episodes after this, which mm-hmm. is going to be great. We're going to talk about the holiday tomorrow. Very excited. Mm-hmm. I watched the holiday for the first time this year for the podcast. Can't believe I never saw it before. <laughs> it's one of my favourites. Um, I watched it recently. I say recently. I mean, I watched it recently also, but I started watching it in July. Yeah. Um, because time means nothing anymore. Yeah, 2020, who is she? It's still March. Let's yeah. get... Let's get our shibby on. Uh, yeah, so plug, plug, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the holiday tomorrow, but today we're mm-hmm. going to talk about love, actually. We yeah. have many people to discuss. There's a lot yeah. of great actors in this movie. There's a lot of awesome moments in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's great. Let's get to it. Do you have a synopsis for us? Synopsis time. Are you going to change it every time? I do. If I remember. Um, I won't, but I'll hold myself to giving the synopsis. Um, so, eight London couples try to deal with their relationships in different ways. Their tryst with love makes them discover how complicated relationships can be. Yeah. 
That's not quite uh, a film. It's not. It's, okay, it's a bit more. I mean, it's also more than eight couples, which we identified yeah. when we were trying to make sure we wrote all of them down so we didn't forget anyone. Yeah. And there's more than eight. After we have had now three different conversations where we've gone, who's your favourite couple? And we go, oh, well, I really like this person, but I really like that person. And then before we know it, we've named everyone. Everyone other than Karen Knightley. <laughs> Sorry, Karen Knightley. Yeah, but like, as we all know, that storyline hasn't yeah. aged very well. Anyway. anyway, before we get there, let's talk yeah. about our Christmas criteria. Yeah, so it's 2003. Mm-hmm. This is like a Christmas movie that everyone knows about and everyone is like obsessed with this because it is a great movie. Yeah. It's not that festive though. No, how many trees were there, Bex? So an hour into the film, there were five trees. <laughs> what? In the end, there were like 66 total. The main place that we got trees is when he went into a shop and he was Christmas shopping in a par- in a department store. Yeah. Then there were a lot of trees. But other than that, there weren't really... No, I mean, it wasn't Christmas like... Trees. It wasn't festive in the throw-it-in-your-face no. festive movies of the US, really. But it wasn't, you know, A Christmas Prince 2. No, it wasn't. Either. No. It, I mean, it still had more Christmas trees than A Christmas Prince 2. Yeah. So. Thank God. Yeah. Not hard. It's not... <laughs> the least you could do really yeah. i mean she was too young to be in it at the time but there's no vanessa hudgens there is no vanessa hudgens it's fine uh, it's okay it's, it's in 2003 mm-hmm. yeah that would have been strange though because then she'd be the girl from love actually no she could be sam's little girlfriend from love actually. yeah she, she could, could have played that girl, girl. actually mm-hmm. that would have been great she could have totally played that yeah. girl sorry that girl don't know who you are no you were great anyway yeah, and then, you know, it's not super festive. and This is the thing, because it's not an American film, it's not festive in the same way that we're kind of used to with Netflix or yeah. Hallmark or Lifetime, this kind of thing. So our holiday activities are quite familiar to us, yeah. which is why we kind of go, are those holiday activities? But, like, they go Christmas shopping, yeah. there's, like, a Christmas song, they open presents, there's caroling, there's an office Christmas party, there's Christmas number one, which we'll get into. Yes. And then... You have, like, the classic British school Christmas nativity and oh, performance. Yeah, the nativity play. <laughs> I, I Special shout out as an only... I know it will be a brief mention, but we'll talk about the relationship <laughs> more. But just to the one scene where Emma Thompson and her kids are doing the practice run through oh the play. Oh, my God, yeah. She's dressed as a lobster. He's got a star <laughs> on a backwards cap and a wand. He's got a short sleeve shirt <laughs> over the top of a long sleeve shirt. And Barney the dinosaur is in the manger. Yeah, I loved it. It's I was very so telling. Obsessed. It's so. Oh. It, it is like the like the actual British family setup yeah. is perfect for that. Yeah, it's like, a it's yeah. a very British Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. That's the other title for this movie <laughs> instead of Love Actually. That would be the twenty twenty title. Yeah, a very British Christmas movie. <laughs> so, yeah, like we've already touched on a couple of storylines, so I guess like we kind of get out the way with. Kira Knightley and Andrew Lincoln, who are part of the Peter, Juliet, and Mark storyline, yeah. uh, which is the one that I would say has aged the least well. Yeah, I think everyone. I remember at the time everyone was mm-hmm. kind of obsessed yes. with that particular storyline and that like you know, that's so romantic. Oh, oh my god, look at him! He says carol singers, and it became like this huge parody. Thing yeah, and you know it was everywhere. But actually, uh, I didn't really like it at the time. I still find it incredibly ick. What's romantic? Mm. She's married to your best pal. So now she's cheating on him with his best pal. Or they're allowed... Like, yeah. I don't really... The ending is very 
it's very yeah. and confusing in their storyline. It doesn't give a lot of clarity, so I'm like, oh my no, God. it feels like she's very much on the verge of starting an affair. But like, I remember why we found this romantic because it was way back in the days of uh, tragic emo-ness. Oh yeah, and we were all like. Oh, unrequited love, it's the same. Oh my god. Oh, I know all he's about so unrequited deep. love because yeah. I'm 12 years old. I'm 12 years old and I have no fingers on my gloves. Oh, oh yeah. My hands are so cold. Yeah. Well, nobody holds my hands. <laughs> and if you're my friends listening, you know that's exactly how it went down. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, their storyline is trash, to be honest. Yeah, like, I don't really like no. it. Um... I do love the scene with Andrew Lincoln and I think it's fantastic acting yeah. when she's in his flat watching the video oh my God. and then he leaves. I But like that moment is just, it's my, like, if I wasn't also attracted to Natalie Imbruglia, that would have been my Natalie Imbruglia thumbs in the sweater sleeves moment, oh, yeah. I think. Like, that big collar yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and, very yeah. good. Yeah. He, I mean, he goes... I've got early lunch. It's like half ten. Yeah. He just leaves. <laughs> and then he does this little backwards and forwards outside. Mm-hmm. And with no words, it's really telling. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I love that. That's mm-hmm. great. I was also delighted because when that happened, we got another Christmas tree. Which we is, did, yes. I was like, oh my God, we haven't had one. For, like, we had three at the start of the movie and then we literally haven't had one for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the only part of that storyline that I really, really liked because he was just he was incredible like he said yeah, yeah. he said everything without having to say anything yeah. can i can i talk about one thing of this storyline mm-hmm. as well which is a, a very different and i don't think you'd be expecting me to talk about it mm-hmm. uh, her wedding dress is really nice actually i do mm-hmm. like it i i mean it, it's which what it's 2000 so every, it's very everyone dead, only yeah. looks good if you're like stick thin you know mm-hmm. that thing that we all knew was never going to last but everyone was obsessed with anyway very unhealthy you just had to get yeah. through it let's get past <laughs> yeah. it it's fine but you know whatever and um, she has a weird scrunchie in her hair which i didn't really mm-hmm. like that looked like a, a kind of sharp razor spiral feather and trim also, around the dress right yeah and also there was a little cloth uh, amid her stomach that was just like popped open it wasn't done oh so really you just, yeah so you just saw this little flap uh i mean it wasn't like you couldn't see skin or whatever it's not a big deal but i was just like just i didn't notice it i maybe yeah. have noticed it because i've watched this movie three times in the last two weeks um, well you need new stuff to pay attention to yeah yeah probably. so no details but yeah mm-hmm. um i mean i like the costuming overall of the mm-hmm. movie but yeah it's very 2000 so many turtlenecks i love a yeah. turtleneck but wow yeah. this film has so many turtlenecks, and i forget every year yeah, until I watch it, they go, wow, it's so many turtlenecks. turtlenecks. It's yeah. very, very cosy. They're very cosy. I mean, there are some great turtlenecks in this film. Yeah. Like, I love, again, I love the turtleneck that Andrew Lincoln is rocking with the zip. And then I am also a huge fan of pretty much every jumper that Colin Firth wears in this yes, film. Yes, oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to Liam Neeson, but Colin Firth. Oh, Colin Firth in, his, uh, in the little car. When it's yes. the first day that he drives Aurelia back home. We're on to it. Right, we've moved on. We're not going to talk yeah. about Kira Knightley anymore. Bye. Sorry, yeah. your storyline is over. Anyway, so they're in the little car and he's got like the big Oh yeah, like his big, yeah. And he's like mm-hmm. trying to like start speaking Italian and she's just there, like, what the fuck? And then he starts like, yeah, they're a great band. <laughs> and she's just like laughing and he's like, oh fuck. It's so good. Um, it feels really genuine. That's the thing about Colin Firth. And yeah. um, I'm going to get the name right this time. Lucia Moniz's um, storyline. It just feels really genuine. It feels like they yeah. actually fell in love. Yeah, it's so yeah, cute. It's I do really super love adorable. it. And obviously the start, they do a fabulous job. The way that they set things up in this movie is very quick, but they do a great job of like, 
everything comes with an extra punch in the face. Oh, yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, we don't gut, gut punch you once. It's twice. Yeah. It's always twice. <laughs> so it's like... But it's not like punch. Christmas on the square. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Very different. Very different movie watching experiences. But the first gut punch is like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't first fall in love with his girlfriend. Yeah. And then it's like, he gets home. Gut punch. She's cheating on him. Gut punch. It's with his brother. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, because literally in such a short scene, you go, oh, hi, you got let in. And then they yeah. have to establish that it's his brother without saying anything. And he's like, I think we should do something special for mum. And I'm like, oh, yeah. he's so nice trying to do... Oh, no. Oh. It's so sad. It's so, so sad. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I do remember, I think, like, until maybe the second or third year of watching this film, I didn't 100% understand what was yeah. going on. It was too young. Uh, yeah, I was also too young. This yeah. was the first movie that I ever saw naked people in, and it's Martin Freeman. Oh my Freeman. God, you shared this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the first, <laughs> Martin Freeman and Joanna Page are the first naked bodies I ever saw that wasn't in a textbook or something that was on screen. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember being surprised about that before, but yes. Yeah, I'm but it came out surprised. 2003, <laughs> so I was 11 when it came out. I didn't watch it when I was 11, but like... I don't, like... I don't know. I think I would always count shirtless people as being part of the naked thing because you progress from like potentially yeah. shirtless people into Joanna Fitch and Martin like Freeman. Yeah. Like hand walking up and down on him. Like, oh Jesus. It was very intense. I wasn't, I wasn't anticipating it. I think I was like maybe 13 or 14. I think mm-hmm. I'd like my parents were out my brother was doing whatever and I was like yeah. oh I watched a movie and I watched Love Actually because I didn't know what else to watch and I was like holy shit no and uh, like this is the thing is because of we've grown up with this film it now has so many different meanings as well because yeah. you can watch it every year and every year you'll take something, something away different differently it. yeah. it's, it's really nice um but yeah, like I, I love yeah, I love Joanna Page and Martin Freeman's storyline. I love yeah. Colin Firth's storyline. Like yeah. they're Colin they're Firth's so adorable. Yeah. Like so the Colin Firth storyline is like the like it's so full of just like hilarious moments yeah. in the most <laughs> endearing ways that it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So it's like him in London doing all the Christmas shopping and rushing around <laughs> and he's like, My gosh, that fish is gigantic and like all of the things that you do learn in like different <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's in so school good. I'm like oh, oh, they crack and hat on it that's multiple languages I'm not very good at languages nobody can speak multiple languages I cannot <laughs> it's okay so I don't fuck that up no it's, it's, it's true though like that is what a language learning experience is like it's why Duolingo the other day I saw had their top phrase of 2020 was I'm sitting on the floor crying eating bread <laughs> like that that's the kind of stuff that Duolingo gets you to say because it's the way that you get like words stuck in your head you're yeah. like oh yeah I said that stupid thing Oh, now I know the word for, like, owl. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. (laughs) So unnecessary. But anyway, like, that, yeah. It's very accurate, but, like, my favourite scene is still where they jump into the lake. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, they're just mirroring each other. It's It's so so good. good. It's, like, such a way, it's such a nice way to see, like, multilingualism done within a film as well. Especially from a film from, like, 2003. It's, like, when he proposes to her in Portuguese, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Love Actually, lol. I mean, absolutely don't watch Love Actually. (laughs) by the way but anyway uh, yeah when he's proposing to her like a couple of times he says mm-hmm. like you know my prediction is and stuff like rather yeah. like things that aren't um, it speaks to me as a language learner because I know that I've yeah. done stuff like that to people where I've been like yeah they, it's like at, in, yeah. in tens of yeah millennia yeah 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 like, what yeah you say do you mean this thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like you can get your point across yeah. but just not 
quite yeah there. it's you're like <laughs> slightly different to, you know it's like her saying yes is being my answer yeah it's like oh it's just really nice i love mm-hmm. it i think it's like more accurate as well it's so true to life like i've again i've definitely done stuff like that where i've been like yes i'd like five of those things please and that's that yeah bye (laughs) it's it's like there's a it's a town called like code mixing when you like switch it between different languages that you learn if you're ever like if you're angry and you like start talking english and you switch into like something else then that's like code mixing yeah Yeah. educational content (laughs) anyway colin first is great i absolutely Love him getting home and his whole family coming in. Oh, oh Uncle yeah. Jamie's here. Uncle, oh, man's gonna do what a man's gonna do. And then he dumps the presents. Like I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> That's I what I imagine him. you sounded like as a child. Yeah, it's probably pretty accurate. I was more posh. I think. No, no, I'm the bossy Christmas fairy. <laughs> I'm all like, I was born to play. All of, and I've all been of playing since I got cast <laughs> at age six or something. It's just your personality now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You're just the Christmas fairy. Yeah. Oh, um, but yes, anyway, like steering back, um, mm-hmm. Colin Firth's storyline is my, like, it's, it's probably one of my favourite ones. Yeah, it's like, definitely yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what, another one that's, uh, that I love Mm-hmm. And I think you love as well is Daniel and Sam. So Liam Neeson and Thomas Sangster, mm-hmm. their little you know the boy from Love Actually, yeah, right? the boy, the boy from, from Love from Actually. Actually, yeah. Um, he is so adorable mm. in like I mean he's very he's like a cute looking guy. He's got the big eyes. He does have the he's big got eyes. Which is what makes him guys. look young mm-hmm. and what makes him like be cast as like different stuff. He was very yeah. good in Queen's Gambit. He's very good in this. He's a very cute ten year old. And he's like, mm-hmm. they're wise beyond years, weird. You know, it's that like gut punch thing of like, oh, he lost his oh. mom and his love is moving away. <laughs> he's a very wise 10 year old. He is. And like, there, there is something, again, that is the thing is like, all of these relationships are really genuine, which is what yeah. makes this film very different to a lot of the other stuff that yeah. we've listed on on the 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, well, that's not real. Yeah. Um, a la christmas made to order yeah you know like it yeah a lot of their storylines are painful and genuine there's actual human emotion in there yeah it's not like oh my mom died so that we can bond Bond. yeah like you know you can tell that liam neeson uh or daniel sorry is really sad and devastated by the loss of his wife there's like scenes which start with him just staring sadly Mm -hmm. in a turtleneck at a photograph of his dead wife and it's like or like he has his friend, his friend Emma Thompson over. We'll get mm-hmm. to her. Don't worry. We'll spend a lot of time talking about <laughs> Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman. We have a lot of opinions. Yes. Um, but yeah, like when Karen is there with Daniel and they're just eating cereal out of box. There's dishes all over the kitchen. Like you can just tell yeah. that it's like they're not quite living yet. Yeah. And so that's close. The, that's the thing about their story is that they come back to life. Yeah. It's like, the, them helping each other mm-hmm. is like their truth honesty they're like which because mm-hmm. that was the thing is i i felt very i really liked it when i was younger and i watched it mm-hmm. because i felt like he wasn't being talked to like he was a child yeah. which is what i had experienced for like a lot of my life is mm-hmm. you know as a kid you often feel like people don't tell you things yeah. or they're talking down to you or they're like whatever which i think does happen a lot but like you know he's like talking very openly he mentioned yeah. references sex to his like 11 year old son because mm-hmm. his 11 year old son will know what sex is so yeah it, it feels like a very genuine 
father-son relationship. Like, I yeah. I love this story because, I, like, you know, I grew up with my stepfather anyway. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, we do have a very close relationship. So it's quite nice to see it done well. Like, yeah. not everybody hates their step-parents. Yeah, right. Like, you know, sometimes your step-parents yeah. are just your parents and those are the people that you rely on yeah. and that you grow up with and that you trust and yeah. model yourself after so like you know it speaks to me in a lot of ways for that and I, and I love it I think yeah. it's I think it's great I love it as well it's so cute yeah. um it's another Sam who plays drums which happens in all the stuff that I know <laughs> so and like I mean there there is one big issue that we're not even skirting around we're just completely ignoring but we should really highlight because everybody has this problem with film it's a uh, post September 11th. Yeah. And he just runs through the airport. Yeah, he does. And like any of us that traveled, which I imagine a lot of us did because you and I are middle class British, yeah. like, you know, you know that it was not that simple to yeah, get through an airport at that point. Like you'd go on family holidays and you'd be taking off flip flops. Yeah, like, it was like you know layers I mean? of yeah. crap over crap. And like you still do that to this day. So. Yeah, yeah, we, we get it. It's, it's a, a problem, but it's a movie. It's a movie, so it's fine. Yeah, it's and he's cute. in love. Yeah, it's you cute. And yeah, it's really nice when he gets there and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I wanted to tell you I love you. Well, they don't actually show us what he says. No, but she's all like, or he goes, I didn't know you knew my name. And she's like, of course I do. And you're like, what, really? Oh, what? Okay. You weren't even like kind of friends. What? Oh, <laughs> but okay. okay. Sure. Yeah. It, it, this That particular moment is definitely one of those don't think about it too hard. Yeah. And then, when, you know, when their last call, flight boarding, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. she's just getting on the plane. She's like, wait, I just need to run after this boy that you're not going to prosecute. <laughs> Give him a wee smooch and then I'll be right back. Can you hold the whole airport for me for 10 minutes? But it's Christmas and obviously the entire plane would be applauding, being like, yeah, yeah. love, Woo! go for it, yo. Yeah, love. And then she's backing her mom anyway. I was like, yeah. at the end, they're like, it's back after him. I'm like, she's not leaving forever. She's gone for a I month. I know, it was insane. But like, when you're living it feels like for it does feel like for yeah. oh my god i might never what if she goes away mm-hmm. and meets the love of her life and they get married and have a million babies yeah and it's like you're 11 <laughs> again harks back to that time where we all had fingerless gloves and we we're just like hold my yeah. hand hold my hand and yeah sing my <laughs> chemical romance to me right on my converse take edgy photos yeah <laughs> Probably a fish net. Have ah. a friend that goes to your nose. We only see one half of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why one of my eyes is actually worse than yeah, the other. It's because I had a fringe. <laughs> my left eye is really weak. And they were like, why is your left eye so weak? And it's just been covered with fringe for like three years of my early development. <laughs> what a shame to be alive. I know. <laughs> oh, anyway. Right. So we, we, I think we... I think, Let's talk about Colin Frithel. Oh Oh my my god, God. Colin Frithel. (laughs) It's so good. America, watch out. Here comes Colin Frithel. And And he's he's got got a big knob. (laughs) It's just so good. It's so stupid. It's like such 2003 humour. It's like what we grew up with, what we were used to teenage twatty boys doing. Absolutely, yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's, it's so, so good. They set it up the whole time mm-hmm. that he's obviously going to go to America and it's not going to be what he thinks it is. But then it is. He's like, take me to a bar. Just your average. You think this bag is full of clothes. Wrong. It's chocolate blocks full of condoms. And it's like, oh my God. It's like that Jay from In Between Us, like before Jay from In Between Us. He's way better than Jay from In Between Us because he he's yeah. like, he's real, like nice. He's not, he's, he's very, not a dickhead. Yeah. 
he's just a bit of a flirt a bit of a twat he doesn't understand how to talk to people yeah but he's like there's certain things he does that I thought was like quite cute he's oh my like God, Schmidt from New Girl yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. like so he, he wants he's well meaning he's, he's a, a douchebag with a heart of gold yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> A hundred, yeah, absolutely. But he like goes, oh my god, we need to talk about. It. So there's a one, one of the first scenes that he has. He's like wandering around the office, and he's like delivering oh lunch and stuff. And he goes, hello, my future wife, and she just <laughs> looks so disgusted. I was like, that is hilarious because that's the kind of that's actual shit that happens in an office. Is people like have stupid back? Like I have a work wife and all of that, and that's just mm-hmm. how. I mean, I, she might divorce me. I haven't seen her in a while. I've been working from home this year, but you know, I miss many of my work wives. Yeah, thank you for my work wives. You. Yeah. I'll be brilliant. I love you. I'll give you your divorce settlements. <laughs> It'll be probably buckets of Starbucks coffee, but you know. <laughs> like, he's he's so good. Um, he's like, great. You know, when he's being the cater waiter, he oh, goes up oh, to Nancy is. and he's just like, he's like, well, they should have got you to do this <laughs> like, wedding. They did. Maybe they should have asked <laughs> you to do this wedding. <laughs> they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have said yes. I did. And it's just like, <laughs> Get worse regret lot. This food is terrible. So what do you do? You're a cook. Oh, well, you'll know how bad this food is. Yeah, uh, cool. What do you do? Oh, I work in catering. Well, they should have got you to cater this. They they did. They did. They did. They did. And it's just like, you can see yeah. the writing on the wall before he runs into it. And he just leaves. And his only feedback is that he needs to be going after American girls. Oh, and you're like, so you're good. so stupid. I yeah. love that it works out, though. It does. And you know what? Like fucking fair play to him like he deserves it for just being so oblivious and stumbling his way through life fair enough because you know what he fucking tried (laughs) i'll I'll give him props for that he was like i rented out my flat bought ticket to america gonna go to wisconsin and uh sleep with some hot hot wisconsin babes yeah he goes into a bar orders a budweiser immediately a girl's like oh my god are you and that's the end and then he has four hot American girls yeah. and then, then he brings, brings one, one back, back to his house <laughs> boy something from the US hi oh I'm real friendly oh god <laughs> great I love it it's so good it's like well, when his scenes come in it's mm-hmm. such like a nice it's a good palate cleanser for the other oh, like absolutely. much heavier scenes yeah. because otherwise it gets a bit like a bit much um, but oh yeah, no definitely I love Colin Good work, Chris Marshall. You do a great job of playing a silly idiot. You're he that's does. Type He's cast. the guy from uh, was My, like, family. My Family. It was just yeah. hilarious. He was hilarious in that because he was also an oblivious idiot. Yeah, yeah. And, type and things worked out. Yes, it's right. so good. And then now he's the BT yeah. voice guy. Uh, voice yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you should I think you should go next. I think you should talk about your favorite because I know you want to. Um, or do you want to leave it to the end like, so that you can gush about it for the rest of the time that we have for the podcast? Sure, why not? Um, like, okay, I moving on from Colin Frizzle then. If we're gonna do that, I think well, the next silliest thing that we kind of can go with would be Hugh Grant and Martin McCutcheon when they get caught on the stage, which is hilarious. Oh my god! So yeah, Hugh Grant <laughs> as the prime minister yeah. is amazing it's perfect it's great I, yeah. like, I love it uh also for you harry potter fans out there i told amy this and she looked at me blankly so i'm just gonna mention this to you is that i really like the idea of kingsley shackleball after the war having to go and speak to hugh grant the prime minister of britain about what's been going on and if you understand <laughs> that reference tweet back yeah please <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's lost on me, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah no, I love Natalie's like little yeah. relationship is so cute. 
I, it is adorable. I mean, I don't, I, I don't love the um sexual harassment. No, like I, I did, I did mm, skip no. it in my most recent watch of that. I knew that there weren't any Christmas trees in the room, so I didn't need to count the Christmas no. trees. So I just skipped over that scene because I really hate it. It's really aged very poorly, and um, because of the way that now things like that is being yeah. responded to in a much more mm-hmm. serious way. Um, and it, it's not, you know, and the jokes about her being fat and stuff, like yeah. things that were very funny back in 2000 that don't, haven't aged very well. Oh no, definitely. Um, like, I don't think at any point the sexual harassment was ever glorified, to be honest. No. I always remember being deeply uncomfortable with it and anybody that has ever watched it has also been like, oh, that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, the way that he talks about her when he calls her pretty, like, essentially, like, a hot piece of ass is yeah. really upsetting too. Like, I get it. Billy Bob Thornton was hired to play an asshole and he does it incredibly, incredibly well, well, but it's always made me uncomfortable anyway. Yeah. Like, it hasn't aged better in like the wake of Me Too, obviously, but neither has the Andrew Lincoln storyline. So like, there's there's problem there's still problems with the film. Yeah, it's just that they're offset by the actual feel good factor and the really yeah. genuine relationships. And yeah. to be honest, like the incredible writing and acting that yeah. goes on in the film. So like, David and Natalie storyline with its problems is still adorable because oh, he's yeah. also he. You can tell he's like. What would we call yeah. her fat? Like why? Yeah. She's a person. She's yeah. a person sized person. Yeah. Like Yeah, and you he's know. like, Would you call her tubby? And he's like, eh, probably and I'm mm. like, oh, I hate it. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um then him trying to hunt her down to speak to her is amazing. Really <laughs> Are you the Prime Minister? Yeah, sir. Happy Christmas. I'm trying to get to the other end of town before New Year. So, like, so good. Yeah. And then obviously he like goes along and he does the Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. That was so cute as well. I mean point do not let your unattended children answer the door no uh, but whatever it's fine um, it was 2003 <laughs> um, yeah like it's it's a really endearing scene um the yeah. fact that like her family is there and yeah. she is just well, being you, herself you get an like, shock because he knocks on a door yeah. and mia answers it mia from the alan rickman emma thompson storyline that yeah. we will talk about mm-hmm. um she opens it and she's wearing the necklace like a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, she's and put pants on though, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then obviously Natalie knows next door and she knocks on the door and there's like a hundred <laughs> family members in the corridor and they're all like She's also really out. British as well. Yeah. Having all your family go to a nativity play on Christmas. Christmas yeah, it's like so <laughs> standard. We're like, okay, get your sisters in and that's there and whatever. And like one of the funniest things I was like, it's the most London and really reminded me of when I lived in London was her walking down the stairs. Like her family is stunned silent. Yeah. The prime minister at the door <laughs> where the fuck's my fucking coat and i was like yes <laughs> yes bitch that's the most 2000 thing for me in this movie it's also great because it's martine mccutcheon mm-hmm. and that is who she was in eastenders as well yeah and, you know it's great yeah um it's a very british christmas film <laughs> yeah, it's so good. yeah and then he's like oh the octopus costume's taken me months to save it they go to the nativity and there's like it's so good there's like a whale it's massive oh, it's this amazing. huge whale i was like who had to make this huge whale costume it's all One paper mache it's all paper mache there's an octopus there obviously she's first lobster there are two uh, every yeah. single costume has a double was, was has like mm-hmm. more than normally more than one of it but mm-hmm. also were completely different yeah. so someone in the costume department had to hand make seven different <laughs> shepherd's costumes that were all different 
and different way. How how would seven different mothers make a shepherd's costume for their? How how would seven different mums make a sheep costume for their? They've obviously researched this by getting British mums into make. Yeah, they were like, yeah, can we borrow your kid? (laughs) And then one of the kids, she's got the Spider Man face paint on. It's so good. And then obviously. Hugh Grant mm-hmm. and uh, Marty McCutcheon, McCutcheon mm-hmm. uh, David and Natalie go and have their wee smooch. Yeah, and to be revealed. There's a big reveal, <laughs> and it's revealed to be them, and they're like, ah. And she's like, what do we do? And he's like, smile, little bow, wave, <laughs> and we leave. And it's like, yeah, what else did you do if you're the bro- <laughs> well, he doesn't do it, she'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's just better being like, yeah, yeah. Cool. To just walk, up, be proud. <laughs> just be proud. I'm doing finger guns at you, but no yeah. one can see us. Yeah, <laughs> do this every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, it's so, so good. yeah, like the, their storyline again with its problems is still better than the Kieran Knightley Andrew yeah. Lincoln fiasco. Um, yeah. And and yeah, like you know, he gets caught at his um, niece and nephew's Christmas nativity play yeah. thing, and Emma Thompson is his sister, which yeah. takes us very nicely into the Ellen, uh, Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman story of Karen yeah. and Harry. So Harry yeah. is also linked with like some other stories. So I mean, that's mm-hmm. the main thing with this: all the storylines are linked yeah. um, together, and it is really nice. It doesn't feel too shoehorned in. It's not like every no. single person knows every single other person. The but crossover these is enough, have, like connections. Yeah. It's the six degrees of separation thing. Like, you you know, there's, it's just enough. Yeah. You know, you so, have a couple of mutual friends, that's it. Yeah, and then, like, mm-hmm. people who would know each other from different circumstances and whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. And it, it just, yeah, it crosses over nicely. So, yeah, um, Alan Rickman, or sorry, Harry, um, has the affair with Mia, which is never seen, but is very heavily implied yeah. to the point where, like, you're never quite sure if it's just emotional infidelity, whether it's physical infidelity. Yeah. And that's what Karen highlights. Literally yeah. asked him. So it was. Mm-hmm. It, so the they have like two cute kids and whatever, yeah. and they're like a very quintessential middle class British yeah. family. Their kids go to the school and they go to the school plays, and yeah. she does all the Christmas shopping, and he's like he's the boss, and she goes along to the Christmas party. It seems yeah. like a very seasoned. This is a seasoned routine in their life. Oh, absolutely, been, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that may be like part of the reason why the infidelity is like. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, is he bored? This is the thing. But then, like, she's so sweet, which is why it hurts every time yeah. you watch that. Because you're like, she tries so hard and she's taking care of your kids and she's obviously, like, raising them and she's being a great community member because yeah. she's taking care of Daniel. Like, she's a saint. Yeah. She, she looks like she doesn't put a foot wrong. Like, in marriages, obviously, there's points where someone yeah, does yeah, something yeah. wrong. But, like, you just go... Why would you cheat on yeah, Emma Thompson? What's she Thompson? done? What's she done to you? <laughs> like, That's so rude. You know? And like, and it's never, it's never stated. Like, we mm-hmm. don't know what the what the end result is. Yeah. It's like, and she literally like goes, "Is it a necklace or is it sex in a necklace mm-hmm. or if it's love in a necklace?" And you know all of that. And it's yeah. And there's in the uh, it's yeah, it's very sad. Like the mm-hmm. moment where she opens oh, God. the open so. He gets home, she sees that he's bought a necklace. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, puts it back, pretend she hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. She like then looks at the president and she's like, oh, it is for me, it is for Harry and whatever. And she's like yeah. looking at the box and she's like really excited. And she opens it and it's a Joni Mitchell CD, mm-hmm. which probably had she not seen the necklace, she would have been absolutely yeah. delighted with that present um, because she loves Joni Mitchell. And that's the mm-hmm. thing that's established earlier on in the movie. Yeah. But it's like, because she had seen the necklace, she that's then was even like, worse, yeah. that's, she's like, 
I that gift wasn't for me mm-hmm. and she goes upstairs and listens to Junie Mitchell and cries and it mm-hmm. like breaks my heart every single time. Yeah. And then within two minutes she goes and goes, Okay, tissue and she puts on the face and she goes to the school play. She does like the British stiff upper lip thing yeah. that mums do and like like my my mum does it, I yeah. guess, kind of, but my like it's really of my grandma's generation where they're like, right. I felt it done. Yeah, and now I'm gonna own this situation, to and that's it. Yeah, you get on and with like, it. And it's fine. And it's just crazy. Yeah. She's so strong. Yeah, like it's even cr- yeah, uh, it, like you see the mask slip like a little bit once, and then she holds it, and then yeah. she gets him, and that's the yeah. Gut she punch. confronts him, and mm-hmm. I think in in the space that I mean, I probably wouldn't have confronted anyone in that. That doesn't seem like a great place to do it. But then where yeah, else would you do yeah. it? Because then you have to do, what do it in your house. Mm-hmm. And so she just tells him, she's like, what Mm -hmm. would you do if you found that your husband had bought a necklace and on Christmas he's given it? Like, literally just calls him out. And you can see in his face as he goes, oh, fuck. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. And you can see, like, he's like, I've made a mistake. He's like, this is really wrong. And, like, what's happened? But... It's too late. It's too late, yeah. It's he's he's went and done whatever he's done. And it's just Mia has the necklace. Mm-hmm. And again, it just she does a great job of being a bit of a slag. She seems to know what she's doing when it comes so to intense. exploiting married men. The, uh, it's really intense. It's like the intense. bit where she spreads her legs on yeah, the chair it's, is just it's, it's, it's ingrained yeah, in my memory because yeah. she's wearing that little rah rah skirt yeah, that was really popular mm-hmm. and I always hated because mm-hmm. I thought it was like why would you want your ass to look small and your legs to look big? Yeah, it was like, really weird. Just anyway, but like no, it's it, that is just yeah yeah. But I, I don't know really like how you get over the the Emma Thompson stuff and yeah. it, like if you've watched Love Actually which you most likely have you'll just know yeah like you'll know that you moment you'll know what we're talking about yeah. you'll have sensed it was coming before mm-hmm. we said it you'll have it's one of the yeah. first things that you think about yeah. like um yeah absolutely one of the like lesser spoken about storylines which I actually think is quite interesting and mm-hmm. really sad like really I always get really like choked up about it is Sarah and Carl Sarah and Carl, they're it's really like, like, like confusing, and I always get really upset for her because she's just in such a difficult. Yeah, like it's one of the ones that I think spoke to me a lot before. Like yeah, yeah, because you're like, she really loves him, but like she's doing the best by her brother. Oh my god, yeah, this is just like, really what, hard. What do, how do you do? How do you do both? Like it's impossible. yeah, absolutely. It's like it's doing a thing that you don't necessarily want to do. Yeah, but you're obligated out of love, and that's yeah. like. It's not even that you don't yeah. want to do that's just very difficult to do all the mm-hmm. time. It's to go and visit someone who's in a situation like that is and uh-huh. have to, you know, be relative and be the primary well, that's care. It, it's like be someone. the primary care. And it's, like, it's very isolating, obviously, and that they get that point across very, very well with the phone. Yeah. That's... Cause like, and then that ages the movie as well when you see yeah. them all on their Nokia 3310s. You're like, oh my God. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, like, it, yeah. you can see that it's not that she necessarily finds the taking care of her brother difficult. It's how isolated it makes her that like breaks yeah. your heart for her. Yeah, because he she's so worried about him being mm-hmm. isolated by being in that home. Yeah, that she is then having to forcibly isolate herself because yeah. she doesn't have time. And then Alan Rickman tries to pull her out of it by yeah. calling her into the office, and you kind of go, "Oh wow, this is like a long term problem." And yeah. people are trying to help her as well. Yeah, and now they're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. let's get on." You know. It's like, yeah. it's very telling as well because there's things that you don't know that they really do set up from the beginning. It's mm-hmm. like, he says, come in and turn your phone off. Yeah. Like, immediately mm-hmm. he's like, I know, I, this has been a million times that he's had the phone ring when they're in the middle of a meeting. So yeah. he's like, no phone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's Carl so sad. Is a gorgeous man, though. When they're oh like, my God. when he takes it off, he's his taking off. all of it off, and he's like grinding up against her on that bed, and he's mm. got his shirt off, and, you just and Nora Jones is playing. <laughs> yeah, Nora Jones is playing, and he's got these beautiful, huge tanned arms. I was uh, like, holy mm-hmm. crap! And then he's in nothing but a tight pair of boxers, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Carl. And like, and the thing is, like, I feel he kisses like her and he holds her face. And he's like, "You're beautiful," and you're like, "He felt the same way." Oh my yeah. god! It's like that's the thing about the relationship that it's always like that. Mm-hmm. What if? And it's like it's really yeah. it's it's not it's nice that stuff doesn't get like concluded concluded with any mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. But it's like it concluded enough that you feel settled. Yeah, it's not like Christmas on the Square where like nothing is happy. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fine. Um. But yeah, like their their storyline is heartbreaking because you can tell how much they want to be together. Yeah. But then again, like you know, she is so freaking noble, and she's like, no, no I've got to, I've got, to, I've got to do this. She's like, got a commitment, mm-hmm. and I, I respect that. She's Absolutely. Great. And and yeah, it's like I don't know. Okay, what we have one more person to think about, and then we get to talk about your favorite. So. Rowan Atkinson is great in this. He yeah. is obviously not a couple in this. He's not like got a nope. love storyline. He's just like a dude. Uh, we we he's kind the of Christmas think angel. He's, we think he's the Christmas angel. He does have a yeah. credit, a named credit as Rufus. I did think his credit was like Christmas angel, but that I might be mixing well, that up with a princess switch. I'm being really bad because I used to watch all the DVD extras when I had the DVD of Love Actually. Oh, well, and it, okay. Yeah, he, he was supposed to be the the Christmas angel um, or the Christmas spirit, and. Every Christmas film, whether, like, you're from the UK, you're from America, they all seem to have somebody who is supposed to inject the Christmas spirit or, like, steer the characters towards where they need Need to to be. Yeah. And this is Rowan Atkinson. And you can tell that, like, he was supposed to have more scenes. Yeah. um, Because he was supposed to be involved in every storyline. Yeah. But it would have been too much. so long. To be fair, if there was a three-hour extended edition Mm -hmm. of Love Actually, I would watch it. And Mm -hmm. I would only ever watch the extended edition. Mm -hmm. I would just need to take a break in the middle. Like an interval, like a theatre production. (laughs) I would get a little tub of ice cream. Uh, I would pay seven pounds for it and I'll sit in an uncomfortable chair for three hours. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then like, because Harry's away as well, and that one never, ever really makes sense to anybody. Yeah. You're like, where did he go? Why? Yeah. Well, when they first come into his office, and also when you're saying goodbye to Sarah and Carl, there is a big poster on the wall of um, two ladies carrying water on their heads. Yeah. And there was supposed to be a storyline about them. Oh, okay. So what I think was maybe going to be in the original movie, this is never actually said in the extras anyway, but is that Harry maybe went to meet people to do with this storyline because yeah. I think they work for a charity. Yeah. Um, and then he's come back from yeah. Africa um, on a research trip or something like that because yeah. it would make sense. Yeah. Um, but, but because that not, never made yeah. it in and like you'd never, they never say that he's going to go away. Yeah. It's then not, like you it's don't really know what's there. happening. So um, yeah, like there, there's a lot of a lot of yeah, there's stuff. a lot of stuff that I would have loved to see yeah. and like I love to be included. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it is a long film. To be yeah. fair, I kind of forgot how long it is because it's over two hours. It's two hours fifteen. Yeah. Um. So and we were surprised. <laughs> it's a it's a long it's a big commitment. It's a yeah. you know it's a full evening. You mm-hmm. don't you can't watch two movies if you're watching Love Actually. No, it's Love Actually. It's like the holiday. You can't watch those two together. Yeah. Because that would be five hours of your life gone. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I literally did that yesterday. But. <laughs> but yeah. So you know, like, 
there's there's a lot of stuff that doesn't quite make sense because you do kind of go, why is Rowan Atkinson in this? Yeah. And then like obviously he t- he tries to keep Harry away from having the affair. Yeah. He helps Sam get through the gate and stuff. Yeah. But like it would if they were gonna have him in, and I do understand why they didn't have him in every storyline because it would have been a bit much. But they should have had him in a couple. Yeah, more. Yeah, they needed a couple more. Yeah, just a couple more, and that would have been like enough. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have even need to be like particularly mm. major. Like I'm trying to think where would be a good place for him to like. I mean, it would have been kind of good if maybe Colin Firth had crossed over with um, Thomas Sangster in the airport, and that had like their scene had related somehow. That would have been Rowan really Atkinson. nice. Well, rather than even Rowan Atkinson intersecting, yeah. if Colin Firth shows up and he's running through, and he's like, "Oh, can you just take this and hold that and whatever?" and he's trying to find his boarding pass, yeah. and they use that to run him through. Mm-hmm. That would have been. I would have loved that. That would have been amazing. Yeah. But like Colin Firth had to already be in Portugal. So. Yes. Yeah, that is very true. So like, yeah, there's there's a there's there's different ways I would yeah. have tweaked it just to like either have had more Rowan Atkinson or just had the storylines like help each other along as well yeah. like that would have been quite nice but yeah there's, there's a lot of, like, I kind of was obsessed in this film yeah. <laughs> I used to watch it all the time I think for a while for one year I was watching it at least once a month Wow. so like it was a you lot know, like you know, the quite a lot commentary yeah and... like a lot of different I would have loved, loved that we should do that but you know the, the, yeah, there's just a lot of ways like also it would have been kind of nice and this is going to tie us into the final one is if like he'd somehow been involved in the Christmas number one with uh with Bill Nighy and Gregor Fisher oh Rowan Atkinson <laughs> somehow yeah. be involved in that like an extra I don't know whatever yeah. it doesn't really matter but like yeah so like the Billy Mac and Joe storyline yeah. I love you're obsessed I with think this. it's great it's like Colin Frizzle's fucking hilarious but this is the funniest yeah, one. Yeah, this is so funny. And it's the thing is, it's so <laughs> genuine and it's exactly what the British public would do as well because the amount of times that we've voted complete jokes to Christmas number one is hilarious. So if you don't know and you're not from the UK, you won't be familiar with Christmas number one necessarily. Like, mm. I know there's Billboard in America and stuff, but like Christmas number one is a huge deal in the UK. No idea why, but like, it is. It's a massive deal. Mm. Like, I remember like driving down to my grandma's with my family and stuff and we'd have... We'd probably be going on Christmas Eve and we'd have the Christmas like chart show on and we would listen to it like live all the way down the road. And yeah, like it's such a big deal. Yeah. There's like full on TV shows about it. Yeah. Like, you know, is this still when Top of the Pops was on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to so be... like, you know, Top of the Pops would have like a Christmas special to reveal the, the Christmas, Christmas number, number one. one. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, it's a lot. I yeah. mean, Rage Against the Machine made it to Christmas number one. The last mm-hmm. two years of Christmas number ones have been done by Lad Baby, that's like a YouTube channel and, a, what? and an Instagrammer. And they made, they did some parodies I think one is we built this city on sausage rolls and the other <laughs> one is I love sausage rolls. Um, and they did it and they raised money for the trestle, uh, trust and like food banks and stuff, oh, which amazing. is amazing. Um, but yeah, so like that's the kind of jokey thing that Christmas number one can sometimes be, but yeah. other times it can be like a major fight. It's super serious. Yeah. Like, it gets really serious. Like that's the thing is like, it's so accurate because Blue was huge in 2003 and they, I think, were going for Christmas number one. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> In true British fashion, this fucking Billy Mack does his cover of it's Love It's All, all around. around by Wet Wet Wet. Yeah. <laughs> and Christmas, Christmas is all around. around. And it's so good. Like it's so cheesy. It's it's yeah. like proper 80s rock with like ladies like, in skimpy dresses. Yeah, it's that like, like oh Keith my Richard, god, so like, good. Rose old man 
beautiful oh. younger women made up in like yeah like the well, like so they're good. all they're all sidestepping at exactly the same time <laughs> their hair is perfectly slipped back it's like the shania twain little red oh. white christmas dresses they've got bright red lipstick and they're fake playing instruments it's and amazing they all lick their teeth in yeah. sync so oh. like, the drummer is sat there with their legs open and some lingerie on it's like oh shit yeah um, it's so funny like because he again like i imagine yeah when he was in his heyday he was a complete asshole but he just doesn't care he, doesn't he care. just it's blasts so through life it's funny. amazing it's like honestly some of the greatest like lines of this movie is it like oh. and, and i laugh every single time at the start of the film when there's like the first two takes he does he just goes love and then goes ah oh, fuck shit piss and he just like swears off on one it's and then his he whole gets, appearance on yeah. ant and deck that gets me oh my every God, yeah, time like, and he goes yes ant or, or deck, deck. Yeah. and that's amazing for british people because we're all like fucking yeah, yeah. it could be ant yeah. or deck like, i mean knows? also it's like spiky hair holy shit this movie mm-hmm. yeah certain it's weird the things that age this movie yeah sometimes it's the content but more often it's the design <laughs> yeah. and it's like the hair or the phones it's like yeah oh it's just it's fantastic They're everything and then i love that he comes to the realization that like he loves his manager because yeah, like, he spends so long just being like and my fat manager yeah, and you're just like, like okay yeah. what but it's also it's so real the interview so he gives an interview on a bbc radio watford which i love because i'm from watford <laughs> And Marcus Brigstock is the host on BBC Reg- uh, Radio Watford. Mm-hmm. And he was my, like, weird crush when I was a child. I was like, oh, my God, I love Marcus Brigstock. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just that, you know, it's weird attitude problem thing. I know, whatever. Uh, it's fine. I still love him. He's great. Um, but he was there, like, he's on BBC Radio Watford. And he's, like, just being honest about the record. He's like, oh, so we good. all know it's a desperate cry <laughs> from a failing old man and his fat manager and he just goes off so good it's like really honest about it and not a dick and it's like actually great and it's the kind of thing that would really like speak to the british public yeah he's like you know Uh he's there and like hugh grant's watching him on parkinson or whatever so good interview and they're like how's it going for christmas number one not good (laughs) we're hoping for a late search it's like so (laughs) I absolutely love that he wasn't like everything's great. No, I don't mind the toilet. It's like he's so good. It's like, the whole thing. He's just so him. Yeah, like, it's he's so, so beyond good. giving a fuck that he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna it say something. So like, funny. Like again, the 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 jokes. Like I appreciate the jokes so much more. Like when he scrawls on the poster of blue, we've all got little pricks. Yeah. it took me years to so get that, that but yeah, now that I do, so I'm like, it's so good. He's like, I bought on this pen and I was like, oh shit. And he literally just bought it on to write me our little pricks. Like he didn't, he was like, nah, the only thing they're getting is this pen that I'm going to write yeah. on this poster that kids would love. We are little pricks. It's we so all have good. little pricks or whatever. It's just, uh, yeah, I love, I love his manager's just it. like smashing his head against the wall the whole time. Oh my God. And obviously his, his Scottish manager who's obsessed with him. And it's like, it's really cute. It's like in his flat. And he has like this Billy Mac room that has all of his stuff and their achievements together. And it was really nice. It's so cute. And they have like a genuine man bonding bro moment. And then they both go (laughs) afterwards, which all boys do every time they have any emotions ever. And then he goes, let's get pissed and watch porn. And I'm like, that's exactly what would happen. That's exactly what would happen. Yes, they do the emotions and they'd be like, Right, now we do some other stuff and yeah, pretend that that didn't happen. happen. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's great. Oh, um, I love this film mm-hmm. so much. It honestly is great. I mean, it's a yeah. commitment because it's like two hours long, but 
but you don't need us to recommend it to you because if you're listening to this, you you've most likely have seen Love Actually. It. For our American fans, definitely watch it. Tweet at us. We'll be happy to translate yeah. anything in this film. Yeah, you can find <laughs> us both together at Jingle Bells Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on everything at Vex Poet. And you can find me everywhere at Naomi EH. You can join us tomorrow where we're going to be talking about The Holiday. Very excited yeah. again. Such a good film. It's so good. Yeah. But for now, Merry <laughs> Christmas, little elves, and to all a good night. Bye. Bye. Santa, I've been good this year. Make your list and check it.